What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Trust Your Board Podcast. My name's Stephen Wright, joined by Mr. William Monroe. How you doing, Will? Steve, doing well here. Just uh, got back from a wedding this morning in uh, actually where you used to live in New Jersey. I'm not sure if it was a similar town, but Long Branch, New Jersey. Are you familiar with that area? Uh, I've heard the name. Um, but I'm pretty sure that is nowhere near <laughs> where I am, uh, I am from. Um, I'll look it up though. We will, uh, let's find out Long Branch, New Jersey, huh? Yes. Oh, uh, Long... uh, it was actually a beach oh. wedding. So it was on the beach. Long Branch or Long Beach? Long Branch. It was, looked like it was pretty central Jersey. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, there it is, Long Branch. Uh, you are... Oh, no. It's actually pretty pretty north. Um, yeah, about two hours away from me. Gotcha. Um, yeah, you're well up there. Seaside Heights, pretty far. Yeah, yeah, you're way up there. <clears throat> um, interesting. Yeah, far away, but uh, cool. Was it good? Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. This first beach wedding that I've ever been to. So it was really, you know, cool concept. Obviously, the weather was beautiful, and then the reception itself was inside. But it was a day wedding, so I missed most of the most football. I think really the wedding was at eleven. Reception was like twelve to four. So missed most of those one o'clock games. Um, caught up on some of the touchdown montage and stuff. Um, but yeah, I was able to watch the Eagles game and a little bit of the other two games that were on in the four o'clock window. Nice. Very good. Very good. It was a fine week. Yeah. Yeah. Another interesting week, a couple of injuries. And I think outside of one season end, I don't think it was as major as some of the more recent weeks. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, and then unfortunately no injuries, uh, yet for week six but we had we are beginning the bye weeks yeah um, uh i think the surprise me yeah <laughs> the, the bye weeks are here it's only four i think there's going to be one week coming up that has about six if yeah, i remember correctly like a bad one now the big one yeah. yeah i still don't understand why they can't space it out more like it, it would just make so much more sense to just do yeah like three or four every week whereas you're gonna have the ones that are super loaded up yeah yeah, it doesn't make any sense, but um, yeah, what can you do? There yeah, must be a reason for exactly. It. And I'm sure there's scheduling conflicts for other teams as well. But um, we did have one big injury, the Rashad Penny news. You see that it looks like he's done for the year. So I think that's really the major one outside of Teddy Bridgewater and Russell Wilson quarterback injuries. Um, we saw James Conner go out and not come back, but I don't think there's been Mitch Ward there. And Terry Kill and T. Higgins, I think, were two other big ones that still waiting on in the wide receiver position. Yeah, so uh, we might as well jump in. Um, so teams to keep in mind for your buys, you know, as we go through these uh, Raiders, Titans, Lions, Texans, um, starting with those running backs. I mean, I guess the the big win of the week would be uh, Ken Walker, uh, rostering about 45% of leagues, according to Yahoo. Uh, they got a nice matchup against Arizona. And you would imagine he's the guy. I mean, Pete Carroll is somebody that uh, goes with the hot hand, regardless of your draft capital, as we we saw with, you know, Penny and Carson for a few years. So, you know, if it is whoever else is on that roster, DJ Dallas, you know, Alex Collins, you know, whoever else is, is still there, you know, 
it wouldn't surprise me, but you got to imagine Ken Walker's getting the first shot and probably the more likely. So you're uh, dropping a lot of fab on him, right? Yeah, I think you got to spend up for him. You know, this is one of those few opportunities where we're seeing um, a you know a running back that likely is going to be able to be the guy going forward. So yeah, I mean, obviously not the best team, but a team that's playing a lot better than I think a lot of us expected, which is really good to see for them. Um, so yeah, I think you know I'm spending you know probably up to maybe half, you know, maybe a third of, of the fab that you'd have and, and definitely worth a priority claim if, if you use regular waivers. Yeah, 100%. I was thinking like 60%, 65%. It depends on your situation, but mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be a lot. Um, after that, not a ton in the way of, of quality running backs. Um, anyone on our list here jumping out at you, you know, besides yeah. he did put Ramondre put Stevenson Ramondre at some there. point. That he's got to be rostered, rostered but, but for the ones yeah. that he's not, I mean, it looks like Damian Harris may miss some time. Um, so yeah. I think Stevenson is the guy. So it was more of just kind of a reminder to take a look, probably not available. Um, I'd say one, you know, maybe, Eno Benjamin, um, it seems like he is, you know, the guy there when Connor's out and, you know, we're not sure exactly how long Connor will be out, but I think, Eno's been a guy that, you know, we've been saying, you know, one of those handcuffs that's good to have, you know, if you have that roster spot that you can wait for something to happen, um, at this stage, you know, being only 11% rostered majority of you have him available out there, definitely worth the ad, even if Connor does play. Um, when you come back, I think he's a, just a nice guy to have on your bench. It's just a stash. Yeah, agreed. Um, he's solid. Uh, Joshua Kelly had a good week. I'm not sure you could really expect that on a week to week basis. Um, but he is, he has taken that, you know, running back to job away from Sony. Like it, it's pretty clearly him. Um, so as a handcuff, he, he's probably worth grabbing up if you're a, you know, if you have Eckler and, you have a, a bench spot yeah. <laughs> to, to, to sit on Kelly for a while, um, but just more of a, a nice handcuff play, it seems. Yeah, yeah. In, and I think the only other one to call out, Tevin Coleman, um, you know, got some work. Obviously, there's a lot of kind of uncertainty and rotation of running backs there in San Francisco. You imagine you know, Eli Mitchell probably coming back in a few weeks. You know, I haven't heard any specific updates, but I think the idea was, what, six to eight weeks, something like that. Yeah, I think it was eight. So yeah, you know, not too far away there. And but you know, he could be a decent, you know, depth piece. You're probably not gonna play him, you know, zero percent rostered, but definitely a good depth piece to have. And if we see him, you know, continue to get the work that he's been getting there that he got this week, stack a few games together, you know, maybe you can consider putting him in flex. But you know, he's more of a speculative ad right now. Yeah, he had a touchdown, which is what boosted him to relevance really mm-hmm. um he had three catches for uh i think like 45 yards um one of those catches was a 30 yard catch and it was terrible like it was a complete panic throw from mm-hmm. jimmy he was about to get crushed immediately and just tossed it up and, and cohen caught it to his credit yeah um but you know if that was intercepted that would have been you know everyone would be all over jimmy is like oh it's a terrible panic throw blah blah blah, blah. so mm-hmm. You know, uh, take that away, and it's it's two catches for like fourteen yards. Um, but can't take it away; it happened. Um, they do get a good matchup against Atlanta next week. But like you said, you can't go trusting Tevin Coleman. Uh, but yeah, there's there's not a ton on the running back front here, so those were the you know, big ones to call out. As we saw, there were, you know it was only really that one major injury for Penny. 
So made Walker logical, you know, for James Conner. But yeah, not a, not a lot else out there running back. Um, there was, you know, a lot more receivers that hit and, and played well. Um, and then try to go through here. Some of these guys that, um, you know, that, that are interesting that played well, we'll see who, it, you know, who we think is going to continue to be available. I'll run through the names quick. See, even you can maybe call anyone specifically see out. So we've got Jacoby Myers at 48%. Guy Moore, 1%. Al Pierce for the Colts, 8%. Rondale Moore, 18%. George Pickens, 55%. Khalil Shakir, 2%. Deami Brown, 0%. That one kind of shocked me a little bit. I figured they may be a little bit more you know, than zero. Um, Marvin Jones, 5%. Randall Cobb, 3%. Josh Reynolds, 31%. And Chase Claypool, 46%. So a couple of high numbers there, but a lot of single-digit numbers. Anybody calling you out to you? You know, I, I, don't, I don't really love them because they all scream the same maybe they'll be the guy maybe it was just a weird week you know maybe they'll just pop off here and there. like you know you just don't know um the biggest one for me is probably alec pierce um he's had two good back-to-back weeks now um pitman has not been as good as he was the first couple weeks of the year um and this team is going to need to throw the ball a little bit so he interests me as the the most um Pickens, yes, but A, rostered in 55% of leagues already, and B, given the hype that was around him in the offseason, you're going to have to pay up to something fierce. So I'll let somebody else pay up for Pickens, and then I'll take Pierce for much cheaper. Um, Pierce is out. Reynolds, I've liked Reynolds you know, uh, most of the year, but he's on a bye week. There's no need to go grab him. Um, you know, everyone else, Diami, Marvin Jones, uh, Ronald Moore, Shakir, it's just They'll have weeks here and there, I think. Um, you mentioned Sky Moore. We'll see what he does in the game tonight. Um, yeah, more of a speculative ad there. Um, speculative, yeah. So maybe he's interesting like from that standpoint. They're gonna the, the, the idea is that they're planning to work him more in. Um, so yeah, you know, more to come based on how he plays here on Monday Night Football. Uh, but it seems like a guy that you know throughout the year, one of those rookies that's going to continue to get better. Yeah, hopefully, get more um, usage at least. Jacoby Myers, you know, a fine, you know, guy to plug into a flex if you need be here and there. Um, those are about my thoughts. So what do you think on this uh, this grouping here? Yeah, interesting to see Chase Claypool get back into the mix of things. Um, if he's available, you know, and, and you have an open roster spot, I, I wouldn't mind taking a flyer on him. Not someone you're ready to play right away, um, especially the rookie quarterback, right? So it's a little tough. But he is, you know, a name that has produced in the past. Um, Deami Brown, I think, is an interesting one because it sounded like um, uh, John Dotson is going to miss a few weeks, and clearly they got Deami Brown involved. And you know, maybe it was like a one-time hit, but he's someone that I you know maybe throw in, you know, not you know, maybe a couple bucks on just to have him on the bench to see if it happens again this week. I think it's probably unlikely, but it's possible. Yeah, that's fair. Very fair. Um, anyone else you want to touch on before we move into the tight end position here? Um, I mean, George Pickens, I think, is someone you definitely need to add. I like the Alec Pierce note and, and Sky Moore as well. Uh, Kill Shakir is one that I think you and I are both excited to see. We, we have him in our dynasty team, and we could use some uh, some, some depth there. Um, so definitely good to see 
him getting involved, uh, you know, maybe tough to really see consistency here in redraft to play him. But if guys remain hurt, he's definitely an option, an opportunity. Yep, for sure. Uh, moving on to the uh, the tight end position here, um, we got four here. Well, Taysom Hill, of course, uh, Hurst, Ingram, and Auden. Uh, who do you like out of that group? Because that's a weird group. Yeah, it is a weird group. I mean, I'd say Hayden Hurst is probably your most consistent of the bunch, right? Um, obviously, Taysom Hill had a huge game. Um, I think it's going to come down to who else is healthy there. Is Jameis playing? It's probably going to take a lot from Hill. Kate Otten is someone I actually called out uh, last week. I was talking to my daddy, needed a tight end, and you know, mentioned with Kyle Pitts hurt. You know, he could be an opportunity, you know, with um, the tight end camp right ahead of him out of the concussion. And lo and behold, he definitely, you know, he came through. He played well. He's a rookie in Tampa, um, you know, going up against Pittsburgh. Tom Brady, you know, likes to use the tight end. And, and he's really kind of the only one that's usable there. So he's somebody I wouldn't mind, you know, picking up and stashing if you have the room. If you, you know, have a tight end that's been underperforming and, Gonna give him one more week. Kate Otten's a guy I would throw on the bench. Say, okay, maybe this guy can take over in the next week or two if we continue to see, you know, beyond just this week. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, I, I'd probably go first as my top one. Um, if you're a, a bad team, you, Taysom would probably be the guy I'd be adding. Um, but you know. I'll read you off his week so far and in our league, which is half point, uh, 14.8, 1.4, 0, 8.136. So, you know, there's your range of outcomes yeah. from literally nothing to 36. And, you know, if you're a bad team, that's fine. Or if you have a, uh, you know, you're getting chewed up by a bye week and you really need that long shot, then cool. But, you know, you can't go into any certain week trying to rely on him at all. Um, so, yeah, I think it'd be Hurst for me as well. All right. Well, that wraps up the tight end options there. Not a ton out there. I mean, you're going to see some of the other guys that have been there, but these are a couple guys that we called out. Um, moving over to the streaming portion for quarterbacks. Um, also, you know, pretty, pretty um, scarce here. Geno Smith, I think, is the you know top option here. Probably 35% rostered. Uh, and he's got Arizona, so a team that you know can score. You know, defense is great. They don't have a great pass rush. Um, and you know, he's not the most mobile, but he's been running a little bit this year and we saw, you know, they struggled against Jalen Hurts this week, uh, another mobile quarterback. Um, so I think Gino, this bunch here is probably the one that I'd be targeting as a streamer. Any, anybody else here? No, you're right. He's my one out of this grouping here. Garoppolo, Fields, Wilson. Um, I will say Garoppolo is probably my two. And probably someone I'm going to have to start in our league next week because I have Goff on by, um, which was nice. Traded for Goff and then right to the absolutely bye. nothing out of him. And then on a bye week, um, that's been my luck this year. Um, but Fields, you know, the upside's there in theory. We just haven't really seen it. Um, Zach Wilson's played well, but from a fantasy perspective, it hasn't been all that. And that's kind of Jimmy's M.O., like he plays well, but then at the end of the day gets like 15 points for fantasy. But he's got Atlanta, so he's got a good matchup there. Um, so I'll rely on the the matchup, I think. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And then, you know, Fields, Washington, um, we've got Zach Wilson, Green Bay. 
probably not guys you want to play, but like Wilson is another guy that, you know, if you have depth and, and quarterback is something you need, like I've got Russell Wilson in a couple leagues and, you know, the injury, you know, is rough. But even last week, it was a guy that I want to have another option. So he's someone that, you know, if we can see him turn on, he's got the weapons, you know, everything is at his disposal. Had some tough games, but we'll see against Green Bay this week. He's a guy that I wouldn't mind throwing on the bench and, uh, and holding off and seeing how he goes. Yeah, that is fair. And uh, finally here, Will, the waivers for uh, defensive streamers. We have the Browns, 15% rostered against the Patriots. The Bengals, 28% rostered at New Orleans. The Ravens, 63% rostered at the Giants. And the Chargers, 57% rostered versus the Broncos. Who are you taking out of that group? Yeah, I think the Browns, um, I mean, the Chargers is an interesting one, 50% rostered, you know, and we'll see how healthy Russ is, because that team is not great as it is, but, you know, maybe if Russ doesn't play, or if it looks like the injury is just going to hamper him, um, that could be a good stream, you know, against the Denver, with, with what is a pretty talented Chargers team. Um, you know, a lot of these are kind of quarterback you know, if Jameis is still out, you know, Bengals against New Orleans is solid. But I think across the board, uh, the Browns are, you know, probably the one that I like the most, uh, especially, you know, assuming here that um, they don't get their quarterback back to Patriots. Yeah, probably for me as well. Um, uh, Bengals could be okay. Um, Ravens are solid, but the Giants, you know, Daniel Jones hasn't really been turning the ball over or anything. So like, I feel like it looks better than what it will be. Um, charges are interesting just because the the mess that Denver has been, but I think I'm with you. I'll go with the Browns as well. All right. So that wraps up here. Our start sits, Steve, any uh, final words, any, anybody specifically you want to call out that we didn't touch on? No, I don't think so. Um, good luck with your waivers. Tune in on Thursday for our start episode. And until then, folks, trust your board.